0: To get the inspiration today, we are going to hear from Curry Cotton, her story of going from strength to power, so you can also follow the path. Hello, friends. I'm Dr. Rosina, and with me is Curry Cotton. Hi, Curry. Thank you so much for joining us. So let me introduce Curry first. She is an associate general counsel, a Grammy award-winning performing artist, and a certified life coach with proprietary programs like Elite Career Accelerator and Empowered Women's Masterclass that are focused on career and personal development. So Kari's life work has been to own the integration of her own strengths and passions in order to create transformational journey for herself and to help others chart their own transformation. And if this is the first time you guys are joining us, I am Dr. Rosina. I'm an MD psychiatrist at Shifa Health a clinical professor at University of Washington and author of the best-selling book and course, Stress to Joy. I met Curry at a leadership women leadership group and I felt that her story was compelling and she, it could inspire a lot of women. So that's why we bring this program to you today. So today we are going to talk about Women in Leadership, Empower Yourself. And her story of going from strength to power in her work of taking people through this pathway. So are you a woman in corporate leadership? Maybe you know someone who feels invisible, stressed, and unclear about her career path? If so, I'm sure you're going to be inspired and empowered by this woman leader. And she has leveraged her strengths and passion to ignite a career path, and now she empowers others. And as a gift for attending this program, she's going to share 10 Things You Can Do Today to Accelerate Your Career Trajectory from her Elite Career Accelerator Program. And it contains tools that growing leaders can use in their career development planning. So let's hear her story. And if you're this is your first time, please know that this program is being recorded live. You can ask the questions in the comment section and we'll try our best to respond. Just know all this all this information is for education purposes and should not be considered treatment. And you would be able to get the resources shared in this program by texting joyful to the number 38470. So are you ready to learn? Let's hear from Curry. So Curry, please share why do you think it is so important for women in leadership to empower themselves?
1: Yes, absolutely, thank you for that. And I was saying that, you know, studies have shown that w- that women reach the highest level of leadership less frequently than do men, and often peak at mid- mid-management more often than their male counterparts. And I think a good part of that has to do with implicit biases in the workplace, which leads to a lack of self-confidence in women to pursue their career advancement because they don't have the certainty that they're going to succeed as will their male counterparts. A great example of that, of how this plays out is, you know, when that next level of leadership role comes open, you may see some female leaders who are reluctant to go for that role because they don't have maybe one particular competency that's required of the role. However, when some men apply for that same role, they tend to focus on the competencies that they do have and they charge for the role, even though there may be some competencies that they don't. So it's very important for us to empower ourselves and and really to empower each other to face implicit biases and build up our self confidences, and share tools and best practices to move us forward on our career journeys.
0: That is so wonderful. Yeah, I, you know, I felt that, but I never was able to put this in this eloquent way that you put it. So thank you. So when you started your process of this transformation, what prompted you to take the steps? So it was yes, thank you. It was mm-hmm. happening in the background, That's but right. you. When did you realize and what prompted you to start taking steps?
1: Sure, great question. So for me, Dr. Razina, it was an urgent need to accept my full strengths, and to really have the courage to bring all of me, the whole and complete me to everything that I do. And that is not, I'm sure the listeners will attest to this, that is not always an easy step because we're in a society and often in organizations where there is implicit bias. So for me, it was a journey and my leadership journey is quite unique and I I wanna take an opportunity to to share it because I think it may help inform some others' paths. So as as a kid, I, I wanted to be a lawyer because I saw the law as a way to advocate for people and to help them. At the same time, music is something that was ingrained in me as part of a family legacy. My grandfather was a great music promoter, promoting folks like Sam Cooke and Lou Ross. My pam- family, my parents both were from musical families. My mother was a recording artist on Stax Records produced by Isaac Hayes. And that le- that legacy, that musical legacy, was passed down to my siblings and me. And I really connected with music which really ultimately became my passion. But I had to put that music, or I thought I did, I put music on hold to pursue a law career, which for any lawyers out there, you know, means college, law school, internships, mentor relationships, passing the dreaded bar, and then that first legal job, which for me was a judicial law clerkship for a district court judge. Now understand this was the late eighties without telling too much about my age. And at that time it was customary to be singularly focused on your law career path, whether that was in house, in a law firm, in government, or even hanging out your own shingle, so to speak. There was certainly at that time, a notion that you explored a particular linear path to be a successful lawyer. But after getting a good start in my law career, I happened to audition for a music group that the world would soon come to know as the internationally acclaimed and Grammy-winning Sounds of Blackness. And I came into that group just before it, it reached its national acclaim. And I was selected to be a major feature vocalist for that group and, and legendary, producers, uh, Mr. James Harris and Terry Lewis, at the prompting of Janet Jackson, signed the sounds to the label, and with me being a featured vocalist, a whirlwind came. And so that song, that single was the start of a string of Grammy awards, gold records, platinum records, and, and so much, traveling internationally, uh, being on almost every TV show that you can think of. But for me, and this is important, it was, less about the accolades and so much more about collaborating with like-minded artists and using an international platform to change people's lives through the universal language of music. And even with all of that, Dr. Rosina, I was torn. I was torn between, between two careers because I thought I had to choose because of the implicit biases in my culture, and I mean the work culture and the expectations of what others thought of me. And what I did was I sat on the sidelines and watched the proverbial box being created for me. And I not only bought into the box,
0: yeah, so many <laughs> of the women go through that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, this is I could relate is, to what you're talking. So absolutely. So it does it
1: has less to do about law and music, but more about everybody's own personal journey. And while I was in my box, I vacillated between two careers because I thought I had to choose until I got to a place that many of us get to. And that is a place of not one more day. Not one more day of feeling fragmented and incomplete. Not one more day of living up to someone else's made up version of me. Not one more day of dimming the light inside of me. And that for me was the aha. That's when I looked up and realized that, you know what? There's just one me with many facets and many strengths that I really did not have to choose. Rather, I had to take the learning from my legal career and apply it to my music and when I transitioned back into corporate America, I took the leadership skills that I had learned in my music career and parlayed those into an ignited career trajectory that ultimately landed me into senior management in a global legal department. And you know, I, te- I tell that story because there, like you just said, Dr. Rosina, there are so many people and so many of our listeners today who feel stuck where they are, who feel disconnected from their passion, who feel powerless to choose their purpose-driven careers, and who really are unsure about making the right changes. One of the most powerful lessons that I learned was that the things that I thought I wanted to do in my law practice, I was better able to do because of the experiences I brought from my music career. So it's really about bringing your full strength to your work that brings you fulfillment and that can ultimately help others
0: that that sounds wonderful yeah we have we all have so many different facets and especially women they have so many different roles and so many different strengths and bringing them all together can help them be the best they could be and give the world the best they could So that is wonderful. So while you were doing this, what kind of hurdles did you face?
1: Well, the first hurdle was really getting out of my own head, really, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) truly, and I know and I want somebody to put something in this in this uh, chat saying, yes, if you feel the same way, it's really getting outside of your own head. Once you decide that, you know, you want to own your own career trajectory, then you stop thinking about implicit biases and stop thinking about limitations and then you set yourself on a path of utilizing tools finding tools and utilizing those to navigate those difficult circumstances
0: that is so true that's why i always say like you know the happy and healthy mind is the basis for all uh, success and health and happiness and productivity because until you you reset your mindset, it is very hard to make progress in any area of life. Very well said, very well said. uh, So what kind of tools worked for you to help you in your transformational journey?
1: Sure, I'm gonna give a few. And then you mentioned a free gift that I was giving to the listeners, 10 things you can do today to accelerate your career. So I won't give all the way go away all the secrets, but I do want to talk about a few because I think they're really important. And you heard me talk in my own journey about strength. So it's really important to know yourself. My mom would say all the time when I was growing up, you gotta know who you are. And I didn't realize how true that was until I, you know, started to navigate my own career trajectory, but you gotta know your strengths know the value that you bring to your organization. And it's important to also understand that you must know your relevant strengths, not just any strength, but your relevant strength. And here's where it's going to be good to tap into mentors because you need to understand what are the key priorities of your organization. Then as you look at that, you can say, what strengths, what strong competencies do I have that are tied directly to the, key priorities of the organization. So that's what I call relevant strengths not just any strength, but relevant strengths. Another thing that was important for me was to understand the corporate word on the street, if you will, of me. Understand your stakeholders' perception of you. Now, mind you, it is very important to know that you don't have to own someone's perception of you but the power is in knowing what that perception is and you determining whether or not you want to manage to that perception. But stepping into the power of perception is very important for me in helping to accelerate my career trajectory. For any of folks who either have been in management or aspiring to management or are currently in management, it's also important to manage holistically rather than unidirectionally. We often hear of people who manage up, you know, you rarely hear of many who manage 360, you know, up, down, around and everywhere. It's important to build strong cohesive teams because that follows you. That if you are building teams, you know, that can trust you, if you you understand how to build relationships across and through uh, your organization, that is going to uh, really enhance the corporate word on the street about you. And then I think one of the things that we overlook, uh, and this will be the last one I share in the interest of time, but the importance of reaching back. You did not get to where you are on your journey by yourself. And so it's important to reach back, to get give back, and to build a generation of leaders, make someone a better leader, than you are today. And it's important that it's particularly with everything that we're seeing in society today to build inclusive environments in which every person feels recognized and respected for the unique contributions that they bring to the team. So I think doing all of these things and many more, like I said, this journey, it's it's a long one. It's not an easy one. And I talk a lot about these on both my, Elite Career Accelerator programs and my Empowered Woman's Masterclass and in the gift that we're gonna give. It is a journey, but but I, I always like to talk about the giving back piece because we tend to skip over that.
0: Yeah, and what, what I've seen a lot of times, we tend to skip over giving or self-care. Yes,
1: yeah. yes.
0: Women, when they don't take care of themselves, the and they keep on trying to take care of everybody else that creates also this lopsided table like you know all the stands of the table have to be in place and if the self is not there then you cannot give to others
1: oh yes you i think you hit the nail right on the head there i think as women generally we are nurturers. We tend to put everybody last. We take care of spouses. We take care of parents. We take care of children. Goodness, we even take care of pets. And then right <laughs> at the end of the, of the line there is is us. But I, I say this, if you cannot, if, some, if you go down, then what happens to everyone else? So if nothing else, for the work that you love to do for others, please take care of yourself. And this whole thing about owning your strength and coming out of stress and taking control and stepping into your power, that is about self-love and self-care. So I'm right there with you, Dr. Azena.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, last program, we shared the priority journal where we talked about like, you know, people make the list of all to-dos and I tell them, okay, instead of making your to-dos list, make a priority list. And in which like, you know, I showed that the first circle of priority should be self. Yes. then your family, then your work. And so then you you would be able to nurture yourself so you can nurture others.
1: Oh, well said, well said.
0: Hey, so Kri, when we were talking earlier, you mentioned something about professional board of directors and that kind of appealed to me. Can you go in a little bit detail what is well, I'm concerned. I mean, we
1: are now I will, I will say in full transparency, we are giving away the secret from the free gift. Right. But I'm like you though. I'm like you, Dr. Azen. I I want to talk about that building your professional board of directors. It's important. That that group should be the group that you consult with you know, to bounce ideas off of, to talk in that quiet space when you might not be able to talk to your manager or to your peers or colleagues. And that could could consist of many different types of mentors. But the key to that, you have to have sponsorship. You must have sponsorship to, to accelerate your career trajectory. And typically the difference, the major difference between mentorship and sponsorship is again, that mentor is gonna be that sounding board. May even share, his or her own, because I've had male and female mentors and sponsors. It's, they may share you know, their journey and some things that you can learn, but that sponsor, everybody, is the person that will put their career capital on the line for you and they will put your voice in a room that you don't know even exist, where decisions about leadership and next generation leadership, where all of those decisions decisions are going on. Now, the key to that is you have to give them something to work with, because nobody's gonna put <laughs> their career capital on the line if they can't if they don't trust that you're gonna be someone who's gonna hit it, hit it out of the park. And the last thing I'll say about that is, while you select mentors, really sponsors select you. So again, I I want folks, I know we have a limited time here, but I want folks to reach out to me because I want to talk about that. Because if you're in that mid-level place in your career, it might be that sponsor that you need. And and we need to have further discussion about how you position yourself for great sponsorship.
0: Yeah, so I was going to tell it later, but let me just kind of bring it up that if somebody wants to reach you, they can reach you at your website, kareecotten.com. And of course, you guys can text us joyful to 38470 when I will send you the link to her gift of 10 things that you can do today to fasten your career path.
1: And may, so, may I I'll just, take- let me just jump in really quick there just sure. to make a, a thank you for that. So it's Karee S, like Sam, cotton.com, Karee, C-O-R-E-S, cotton.com, or email me at Karee at corescatten.com so make sure you put that s in there or else sure. it will go to somebody else and we'll both be sad
0: <laughs> so i just corrected it so thank you for the correction so <laughs> sure. uh, so tell me what kind of a or like you know in what at what stage women can h- get benefit from these programs that you are creating
1: absolutely so if you feel stuck in the same role that you've been in for the past seven years and you don't seem to have an identified develop, a clearly identified path for your growth, this is for you. If you feel alone and frustrated about next steps, you do not have an advocate, like I said before, or a sponsor to speak your voice in rooms where decisions are made about next generation leaders, this is for you. If you feel like you're overlooked for key projects or you feel like if I just keep my head down and do a great job, someone is gonna discover me and everything's gonna be wonderful. These tools are for you. (laughs) If you're doing today, what you're doing today is producing the same results and you need a change, this is for you. And here's my last one. If you're at work looking for work, (laughs) these tools are for you.
0: Wonderful. So uh, thank you so much, Kari, for for your inspiring story and your gift and sharing this words of wisdom. Do you have any last word, a take home message for people? I
1: do. I always have a last word, Dr. Rosina. I would say this to the women on the call and even the men, if you're there with us, we are not powerless. We have amazing strengths that are transferable across functions and across industries. So it's so important to know who you are and know the value that you absolutely bring to the table. So I encourage you to step into your power and change the trajectory of not only your career, but your life.
0: Thank you so much, Kari. I'm sure a lot of our audience would benefit from all all the messages that you brought to us today, and especially your inspiring story. Before we go into the special for today, let me just remind people that if you have any questions, please put in a comment section. And even afterwards, if you are listening to the recording, please put the questions and we'll try to answer them in our future programs. And if you like this program and you got some value, Just know that our purpose is to help more than a million people lead a happier and and healthier life. So please like and share with anybody that could benefit from this program. We do this program every Saturday at 11 o'clock Pacific time. So please join us each week and let's end our program with the special. So Curry, are you ready for the special for today? I hope so all right okay so i i take last few minutes to share a special at each program and today's special is a very inspirational story that i had heard and have used it many times in my life and it's a story about uh, this old woman and three men who were building something they were putting bricks and so this old woman goes to one man and she asks hey young man what are you doing and this man was like really angry and said what do you think I'm doing? Look, I'm putting these bricks and I do that every day, day after day. And uh, don't bother me, go away. So, <laughs> so this old lady says, okay, and then uh, bless you. And then she moves to the next person. And so she asks, hey, young man, what are you doing? And so this guy says, I am doing my work that pays me money. I'm building this building and I am happy to be able to have some work that feeds my family so the woman said uh, great uh, bless you and then she moves on to the third person and so she asked the third guy says hey young man what are you doing and so the young man says with excitement and passion i am participating in building of this beautiful building that people are going to come and pray and find peace in and it's going to help generations to come so i am putting my peace in it and i'm putting these bricks so uh, the old woman says bless you and she goes so my question to you guys audience and curry whom do you think finds the most satisfaction in their job man one who was angry about whatever he was doing, man two who was just doing his job, and man three who was putting all his passion and seeing the bigger picture of what he is creating.
1: Well, I have a wonderful idea, but I wanna hear from the audience.
0: Okay, if people who are listening, please put in the comment, whom do you think gets the most job satisfaction, brings the best out of them? and gives the world the best uh, strength and uh, gifts that they have. So while while people are putting thing, things in the comments, Curry, why don't you share what you it's think? you gotta be
1: the person that's all in, right? That passion, plus the skill set, plus the need need of the world, that's gonna be an extraordinary leader, that's gonna be fulfilled, and it's gonna be the best one to, to help solution the problems of the world.
0: That's, that's true, and all are, audiences are putting i'm seeing a lot of answers coming and of course everybody is three but my last question before i end is think about yourself when you are doing anything whether it is work or home activities or self-care are you behaving like men one men two or men three Powerful. and at that comment i will say goodbye to everybody stay safe and happy and healthy and we'll connect again next week at the same time take care bye now thank you